want apple juice. Lucas wants apple juice. I know, I heard him can say I that. Can I have apple juice? Yeah, you can have apple juice. Can I have soda? Yes, you can have soda. Can I press that button? No, you can't press that button. Why? Because that's going to play the theme song. I'm not ready to start Click. the pot. James Gutman here on High Pod. I'm Dad. Welcome back to another edition of the show. It is the end of 2023. This is the last edition of the podcast for the year. Closing it out right before Christmas. It is December uh, the 22nd when this goes up. Been busy, been crazy. If you have time to listen to a podcast right now, God bless you. I don't know how a lot of us do it. Uh, People running around, tons of stuff to do. You can't go anywhere. You go to the store and it is like going to Beirut, which I don't know if that's a a dated reference or not? It might be. But either way, it has been nuts. But I wanted to jump on here. I wanted to thank you guys for really one of the the best years of my life. This has been a rebuilding year in so many ways. I talked about, you know, all the different changes. I talked about, you know, reestablishing my career and the things that I wanted to do and just building things better than ever. Uh, and that's what we've been doing. And in the following year, 2024, so many things already planned, two major things that I am waiting on that hopefully I'll be able to tell you guys all about soon enough. I'm uh, going to LA the beginning of next year for kind of a secret project. I don't know if it's secret. It's secret for now. You guys will know soon enough, I promise. But big things, big, big things planned. So excited, so happy. Um, and I have you guys to thank for it. The ability to write my blogs, the ability to do these podcasts, the ability to interact with you, uh, hear about your families, hear about the way some of my stories affect you, means a lot to me. So um, thank you for all your support. This past week, I actually wrote um, about my son, Lucas, nonverbal. He has autism. We've talked about it a lot. But the idea of doing Christmas with him and the idea that he doesn't really understand, you know, Santa holidays. I've always talked about, I don't even know if he understands the concept of days, you know, Friday, Thursday, you know, whatever. I don't know if, if it registers with him that when the sun goes down, you wake up another day, it's another day. Like you can't tell him, Hey, Lucas, we're going to go, you know, on Monday to the store. He doesn't get it. Uh, With him, it's very in the moment. It's very right now. There's a part of his personality that's linked to autism that is fundamentally special in ways that we can't even grasp. Um, you talk about living in the moment. Everyone says you should live in the moment. My boy lives in the moment like no one else. So because of that, events like birthdays and holidays, they're kind of difficult to uh, plan and involve him in the process. You know, he doesn't know, you know, just wait, just wait. Because on Monday, Santa's going to come. Doesn't really get it. Whether he knows what Santa is, I'm not even sure of. I mean, we go and we meet Santa. He doesn't get excited. Um, he doesn't even get excited about presents, which is always been a thing with him. When he was little, I remember people would come over and bring him presents. And and we all deal with this. If you have a kid like mine, you have relatives who it's like, how many times do you have to meet my kid before you know that he's not going to care about this present? They'll stand there and they'll have him open it in front of them. And I have to like force him to open it. He's gotten better. He's gotten a little more polite as he's gotten older. But when he was younger, you would have to hold him there and he'd cry. And even if he opened that thing up and it was everything he wanted, he would just, he would walk away. He'd be done with it. 
Um, unless it was something he wanted right then and there. Like if he was hungry and the present was a bag of pirate booty, he would be very excited about that pirate booty. But if you got him a toy, even if it's a toy that he eventually loves, he, he's gone. He's, he's done. No, thank you. So because of that, it's a struggle. And I know other parents in my position of wondering, do you include your kid in Christmas? Do you do all these things? Do you have him meet Santa? Do you have him build gingerbread houses? Do you have him do all the classic holiday stuff? And for us, it's yes, we have. Uh, in fact, I used to take him to Sensory Santa. If you don't know what that is, that is uh, Santa Claus that would appear at the mall before the mall opened, right? So it was quiet. There was no line. Your kids could go and meet them. We did with Easter money too. Uh, he didn't care all that much, but it was nice. You got the pictures. You, in, you involve him. Um, even with Lucas too, I mean, he's never really had a sensory issue. It's never been about noise or, I mean, maybe lines and waiting was annoying for him, but bringing him there was just something that it took away some of that worry. If you guys have never done it, if you have a child like mine and you want to bring him to meet Santa, that is a good way to do it. Uh, so we did get our pictures and we did get the things that we did with him. So while I didn't necessarily think it was needed, it was for us. It was nice. It was something cool to do, something that brought the holidays together. And I think any parent, even when your kid is little, you want your kid to do Christmas stuff, even if they don't care. And this is evident by the fact that we bring newborns to meet Santa. I mean, who cares? Not for the, the newborn doesn't care, right? Think of all this stuff we do when our babies are brand new that they don't interact, they don't care, they don't think about. So my son doesn't care and doesn't interact and doesn't think about Santa Claus. So why wouldn't I, I bring him anyway for myself? That said, now here's the thing, and this is the whole point of the blog that I wrote. There's a chance he might. There's a chance that Lucas might know what Santa is. There's a chance that he might know what Christmas is. There's a chance that he might know what days are. But maybe he doesn't have any way of telling me about it. Maybe he doesn't care as much as, you know, we would think he would to the point where he would get excited or say something about it or not say something about it, but, you know, um, suggest that he knows. Maybe that exists within him, right? And if it does, I want to encourage that. There's always that off chance. And I've told the story about how the first time I had him go get his cup from the living room, you know, I was like, Lucas, go get your cup. And it was something that I just said all the time, you know, get your cup, you know, you just say it when you get annoyed, like, oh, where's your cup? And he went and got it. And I remember being like, oh, he knows what cup is. <laughs> like, and it was that surprising moment because when your child is nonverbal, they don't tell you when you, they know stuff, they just figure it out. And then they wait for the opportunity when, you know, it's presented to them, when they hear the word they know, and then they, they show you, yeah, I, oh, I know that, that word. And it's always been, um, it's always been this important thing, I think, with my son, where I want him to to know that he's included. You know, I wrote a blog when I first started writing this blog. And I remember initially when I first started writing, um, dealing with some pushback because I didn't yet realize that almost every single blog post I have to write that he's nonverbal, right? Because when you just say autism, people who are considered higher functioning or whatever, they think that my son is just, you know, a high functioning, you know, person with autism who maybe, you know, is, is awkward at parties or whatever. So when I write about some of these things, it sounded cruel. And I had written a post, one of the first ones I wrote, and I, I love this one because I thought it was a good story. And it was about when my daughter was little and Lucas was little, he was in the next room and he sneezed. And I went, God bless you, like that. 
And my daughter goes, uh, oh, that wasn't me. That was Lucas. And I was like, no, I know. I, I sang it to Lucas. And she's like, why? He doesn't understand. And she was little, man. She was right, too. She must have been like, you know, five, six years old. And I, I said to her, I said, you know, I said, there comes a point when Lucas knows things. But we don't know when he knows those things until he shows us, right? So what if he does know what God bless you means when he sneezes? What if he does understand? And what if we're not saying it to him and he realizes it? Wouldn't that be sad? She was like, yeah. I was like, so we always say God bless you to him. We always assume, and that's what I try to do. I always try to assume that he knows everything, every single thing. Now, if somebody comes to me and goes, does he understand you know, thermonuclear you know, physics? Uh, I don't think so, but maybe like, I don't, like every single thing with him, it's like a maybe. And that's what Christmas is. So look, Christmas is fun. It's created to be fun. This is not a boring holiday. It is not like we don't do overly, and I don't want to say religion is boring. So don't take this the wrong way, but like, I'm not, I'm not making him go to, go to mass for four hours. I'm not making him, you know, do all sorts of things like that. It's fun stuff, man. It's Santa, it's reindeer, it's candy, it's presents, it's songs and, and sparklers and, and family and friends and things like that. So even if he doesn't get it, quote unquote, why wouldn't he, he want to be a part of this? And why wouldn't, and this is where it gets a little selfish too, but in a good way, and I think a lot of parents have to remember this, why wouldn't I want him there, right? I love this kid. I love both my children with all my heart. Why wouldn't I want them both to be a part of all these festivities? So we bring them, we have them do things. Now, have we had things in the past where he's been miserable at holidays? Yeah. I've dealt with that and I've had to kind of figure it out. Now, when that happens, you bring them back, you don't force it or anything like that, but you always make the effort. So I don't know. Maybe he knows Santa, maybe he doesn't. Uh, but either way, he's a part of our family. He's a part of our holidays. And I'm, I'm so grateful for the kids that I have. And I'm so grateful that I get to share these, these events with them. So that's what I do. Hopefully you do the same thing. I know a lot of parents who have younger kids than, than mine. Lucas is 12 years old. I've, I've had a lot of time to get used to him being nonverbal and, and, and having autism. We've been through life changes. I've, I've gotten divorced and I've, I've you know, brought family in, taken family out, things like that. Uh, so we've been up and down the pike and learned things. But I know a lot of people who are in uh, an earlier position and you're kind of getting used to your kid and, and figuring out exactly what nonverbal means and what autism means for your family. It might be difficult to understand what you should and shouldn't do. So for me, what I do, I just assume he knows everything. I make him a part of our lives. And then one day, if I find out he does understand things, um, I want him to know that he's always been a part of it. So that's what I do. I want to thank you guys for listening here today. And I want, to, I want to point this out in case you are at the end of this audio and you're going, something doesn't sound right. I had dental work done this week. Yeah. So I'm doing this with a little bit of pain. So if I sound like I'm, I'm slurring, I keep thinking of my daughter um, when she was little, when people would teach her a new word, she would latch on to the way they said it. And then she would say it that way. Like, for example, I think I've told the story about when she learned about drugs and she goes, Daddy, do you know that there's a, a drug called weed? <laughs> I was like, wait, what's it called? Weed! And she made this face, like her face got all tensed up. And it was the funniest effing thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, but on top of it, I remember when she was little, I guess somebody told her the word aesthetic, right? But I don't know if the person who said it, 
like had braces or whatever it was because she used to say she was aesthetics and i'm like i don't think it's pronounced aesthetics but, but so now when i'm talking with my uh with with some of the numbness and some of the stuff i'm dealing with i i keep hearing that in my head aesthetics so hopefully i don't sound aesthetic to you but either way i'm gonna be back not next week the week after big news big stuff on the way so hopefully i will not sound aesthetically unpleasing and it will be good um but I want to thank you guys. I want to thank you for um, probably one of the best years. No, definitely one of the best years I've ever had in my life. This has been unbelievable. Um, I've been so proud of the people around me. I'm proud of myself. Um, but I also appreciate the opportunity to speak to you, to write for you, uh, and to be able to escape sometimes uh, into my words and into my my keyboard, it means a lot. I don't I don't know if that can be stated enough. I think sometimes I you know we say those things and people think it's just something you say. Thank you guys. It means a lot to me. I mean it a hundred percent. There have been some days where I'm just like, oh, thankfully I get to write the blog today and I get to sit down and I don't know. I like writing and I like knowing that my words, you know, help people, um, entertain people, uh, or in the very least. You know, I can share my story and my family with you. So thank you for allowing me to share my family with you. I appreciate all of you who have written to me, sharing your family with me. I promise you guys, some major, major announcements are on the way. Very excited. That does it for me. Until 2024, this is James Gutman saying, be well. Bye, pot. I'm Dad. <laughs>